the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning, my dear friends, to all our dear audience on KNUS 710 AM or via podcast. I welcome all of you. This morning, we shall interact first by waking up, praising God. If you're married, give a good and warm, safe greeting to your wife or to your husband. Give a good, warm morning hug or welcome with a special social distancing safety, of course, to your children and to all those who you live with. Do me a favor. It's okay to turn on your radio at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning. Next, of course, let us warm up the day by being nice to each other and by being nice to the Lord. This is Father Andre, and good holy Sunday morning with God. Al-Masih kam, hakkan kam. Christ is risen. Christ is truly risen. Christoth sanesti, alithos sanesti. And uh, these languages, uh, I want to greet everybody on this uh, good Sunday morning with uh, the risen Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, who's risen from the tomb. And uh, today we want to pray in a very special way with you through some singing um, with uh, the traditional um, apostolic tradition of the Holy Church and the whole world that is today proclaiming the risen Lord. Um, who conquered death by death. So from the Greek tradition, I want to pray with you, chanting the uh, Easter antiphon from the Greek tradition that says, Christ is risen from the dead, trampling down death by death, and upon those in the tombs he bestowed life. Christothanesti eknekron Thanatom thanatom patisas ketisen Tismnin masi zohi charesamenos this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. In a Syriac tradition, we chant three times today as the Lord is risen from the tomb. Holy God, holy strong one, holy immortal one, Christ who is risen from the dead, have mercy on us. And we chant it in a Syro-Aramaic language of our Lord. Here it goes. Kadishat aloho, kadishat hail tono, kadishat lomoyuto. Mshi hod komen bet mite terahamalein. Kadishat aloho, kadishat hail tono, kadishat lomoyuto. She hod komen bet mite terahamalein. Kadishat aloho, kadishat hail tono, kadishat lomoyutom. She hod komen bet mite terahamalein. 
It's Easter Sunday, and this is Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre, with our very special guest uh, from Austria, a human rights expert, Dr. Christian Altenfongiso, and he is the president and rector of ITI Catholic University in Trimo, Austria. He is the president of the International Catholic Legislators Network. I want to greet you in the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, Dr. Fongiso. Good holy morning to you, and Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed, Father. How about you and me, if you allow me again to greet the people now in the Latin tradition by letting them know our favorite chant of today's uh, risen Lord, Christus Vincit. Would that be okay? And then we start our conversation with a prayer. Yes, please, Father. Christus vincit, Christus reniat, Christus, Christus imperat. I want to tell you, Christ has won. Christ is the king. He reigns. And Christ now is the leader of our empire, the empire of God over heaven and earth, the kingdom of heaven. Today, in his resurrection, the Lord Jesus Christ has trampled death by death, and he has liberated and freed all of us. And with this, we pray with the power of the Holy Cross, which was a sign of infliction, was a scandal that the Lord himself on the cross, he conquered all scandals. And we say, may the peace of God the Father and the tranquility of the Son and the reconciliation of the Holy Spirit be with us and among us, east, west, north, and south, space, water, underwater, in the air, in the wind, in all the elements, and in all the days of our lives, now and forever. Amen. Again, Christ is Amen. risen. Dr. Fongiso, or Dr. Christian, I want to welcome you on the show which is very important today. We um, awake uh, the people and we let them know today, on the day of the resurrection, we want to breathe in them the hope of the resurrection, the strength of the resurrection, by telling them, do not be afraid, for I have conquered death. I have conquered everything. And today with you, and next episode on Divine Mercy Sunday as well, we will be talking about the defining battle of the 21st century freedom of conscience and religion around the world. What do you think about this topic, Doctor? Well, it's a topic very close to my heart, and I would want to say at the beginning of this Holy Sunday of the Resurrection of our Lord that it would be very fitting if we all remove the large stones of fear and uh, the large stones of any anger from our heart and let Christ in, because in fact, if we want to go into this theme that you have asked me to say a few words about, uh, we do need to have really open hearts where all the stones are removed. And to your question, why is this topic so important, the defining battle of the 21st century freedom of conscience and religion around the world? Well, what a more fitting day could you have found, Father, than today, Easter Sunday, because when it comes to freedom of conscience and religion, this is about who we are as individual human beings. There is hardly anything more important in our life than that. It is about who we are. It is also what we will be discussing during the next two episodes. 
it is also a global battle that is going on and it affects us all. It is something that nobody can look away from. We not even in our comfortable houses because it affects us all. And it is, as I like to call it, a slow-moving tsunami that has been uh, rushing towards us over the whole world, especially, I would say, during the past decades, but I would say even more intensively during the past 10 years or so. This is a frontal assault that we are seeing on all continents, uh, in most countries in the world where in different ways our freedom of conscience and religion is being heavily threatened. Wow. I just give you, I could give you many examples, you know, just two to highlight what I mean. Uh, those of us who live in the United States or in Europe might think, well, this doesn't really affect us. Well, does it? Have we, for example, looked at the situation that many of us have suffered under in 2020, that uh, due to the pandemic, uh, public religious services were forbidden in many countries and in many states for apparent reasons of national health, but treated in the same way as uh, massage parlors and liquor stores and sort of put away as non-essential services. That is a threat to our uh, freedom of conscience and religion, even if there might be in situations justified reasons in a pandemic to take limiting measures, but not in the way that we have seen it very often. And of course, the other thing that Father himself has been speaking about so often is the persecution of our brethren around the world. Uh, we see it in China, we see it in North Korea, we see it in Africa and the Middle East, and the persecution does not stop, and this affects us all. Doctor, um, um, just hold that thought, please. For those who have just joined us, this is a Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre, and uh, we are with our special guest on this Easter Sunday morning, Dr. Christian Altenfongizo, who's a human rights expert, uh, and he's a president and rector of ITI Catholic University in Trumeau, Austria, and he's a president of the International Catholic Legislators Network, and uh, we are talking um, why do we consider the defining battle of the very first of, of the 21st century being um, this battle that is uh, the battle protecting the freedom of conscience and religion around the world. Um, doctor, uh, did on a spiritual level, did Jesus Christ win this battle? Can Jesus Christ make a difference in the world? I'm a priest and I'm asking you because we are all freaking out. We need something to strengthen our faith. And as you said, I wanted to talk definitely about uh, where, from where comes the biggest threat to freedom of conscience and religion. Definitely, I wanted to talk about that. But um, what I wanted to precisely now give hope about, can Jesus make differences still in the world today? Did he conquer? Did he conquer, really, all totalitarianisms? Well, well that's, that's the great hope that, that we Christians have been, uh, have been given is that he already conquered evil and he already conquered death, yet we still live on an imperfect earth where we are still dealing with our fallen nature as human beings. So we, should still, we, should, we still have to go through this suffering. But we know that 
Christ has already conquered, and we celebrate that, of course, today, especially on Easter Sunday. And the, the, the victory, so to say, is already in sight, but we still, on our earthly life, have to work towards being in full union with that victory that is Christ. And as to your question, uh, where does this threat actually come from? There, I would say, I have been studying this phenomenon for many years, and I've had the opportunity also to speak with people affected on all continents in different forms or shapes uh, where it regards freedom of conscience and religion. And through my conversations and through my extensive study, I have come to the conclusion that the biggest threat to freedom of conscience and religion comes from a toxic combination of three ideologies. One of them, and I consider this the most important one and the most dangerous one, is militant secularism. And I will later explain these three in a little bit more detail. The first one and the most dangerous one is militant secularism. That is what we see mostly in the West, in the United States, in Canada, in Europe, uh, also in, in, in other countries like Australia or New Zealand. Um, in those countries that consider themselves the West, we see this militant secularism in strongest form. And then we have the second one, and that is state atheism. State atheism is an ideology that is especially espoused by countries like China or North Korea, where the state promotes atheism and really in any way possible tries to suppress religion. Mm -hmm. And then the third one, of course, uh, is the violent part of political Islam that we, of course, see, especially in countries like the Middle, uh, in, in the Middle East and also in certain parts of Africa and Asia. But once again, I consider militant secularism as the absolute most dangerous one. And that's in combination with the ignorance and indifference that we see in the societies that are ruled by this increasingly militant secularism. It is this belief, this new orthodoxy, that God and moral principles have no place in the public sphere, wow. and that this should be privately uh, held and relegated to the private sphere, and not more than that. Doctor, may, may I reintroduce you for those who are just joining us? This is good. Uh, Easter Sunday morning with Father Andre. I want to wish everybody happy and blessed and glorious Easter. Christ is risen. Christ is truly risen. Al-Masih come. As we say in Arabic, Hakan come. We leave this till um, after our praise and worship break. Flows down from a mountain beam 
where your presence has glowed, never ending love. Oh God, my God, dear Savior, you know that my journey is long, so you first come to walk where my footsteps should go. Conversing with Dr. Christian Alten von Gizu um, from Austria. He's a president and rector of ITI Catholic University in Trimont and uh, Austria, and he's president of the International Catholic Legislators Network. And we're conversing about the three major uh, um, threats, basically, um, or a school of indoctrinations, such as militant secularism, uh, state atheism, and uh, the violent part of a possible political Islam. And we're talking about the biggest battle, defi- the biggest defining battle of the 21st century, which is protecting freedom of conscience and, uh, religions, uh, and religion around the world. Um, Dr. Fongizu, I have to lead you in the last few minutes of our show to actual examples. I know in the freedom of conscience, in the freedom of religion, there are practical issues that are polarizing people. You spoke about the vaccine. You spoke about the coronavirus. And next episode, we're going to take on that even more. But would you please tell us a little bit about immigration, for instance, uh, uh, sexual morality, for instance. I know you spoke a little bit about the uh, political um, aspects of uh, militant secularism um, in Europe and United States. But how can we regather the family? I know you're just a big hero for family and for marriage. And you see that sexual morality and you see that um, immigration issues are breaking the hearts of the families physically, spiritually, socially, economically, on all levels. And you know that the mission of hope and mercy tries to regather these families. It's a type of persecution. What is the message for these people, for these families suffering from those things? Well, I think the, the, the most important message for families is that uh, families, and here I speak uh, specifically because that's the area in which, in which, uh, which I am active, the area of, of uh, Christian families who try to live according to what the Church teaches and to what Scripture teaches, I think we have to stop being afraid of not only living what Christ teaches us, but also sharing in the joy of it. And one of the things, and we spoke about that, Father, earlier, one of the things that I find extremely important there is that we use the right language and that we stop using the language of what I call the new orthodoxy. Uh, That is to say, the language that... Uh, that has been imposed upon newspapers. us. Sorry? That has been imposed upon us, right? Don't carry yes, that the, message. The language that, is, the, the language that is being imposed, for example, uh, the Catholic Church has been always very clear that there is only one form of marriage possible, and that is the sacramental marriage between a man and a woman. And we, we should therefore only speak about marriage when we speak about that uh, that 
um, that form that has come through the tradition of humanity and the church. When there are other relationships in our society that we are aware of, that is okay. Uh, that, is, uh, that is the choice that people make. But then we do not need to go along and, and use terms for that that do not fit with that. And I think it is very important that uh, Christians are not afraid to enter into the debate and to discuss these things. Because I think one of the big challenges that we have today, especially where it comes to questions of marriage, family, and, and, and the whole contentious issue mm-hmm. of sexual morality, is that we have become afraid to speak about it openly in a charitable way, but openly uh, and in the way that the tradition teaches us. And I think if we would do that, uh, and we would, so to say, under, underline that with the lives that Christian families try to live, I think that would do a lot of good and would bring a lot of hope. Dr. Christian Alten von Giso, we have about uh, probably 40 seconds uh, uh, for you to uh, summarize a concrete message of hope. Who should take the lead in pushing back this threat? Who should, and this is Easter Sunday again. Who should take the lead in pushing back this threat? Every man and woman of goodwill, because it is your life, and don't wait for the church or the state to take action. You have to take responsibility. You're amazing, Doctor, and I'm looking forward for our uh, next uh, Divine Mercy Sunday. A good Sunday morning with Father Andre, with Dr. Christian Alten von Giso to be with us again on the show, speaking about the defining battle in the 21st century um, that to protect our religious freedom, definitely. And we pray, O oh Lord Jesus, you are the source of tranquility and peace. Amen. Thanks for joining us today for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre. Father Andre and his team rely on your prayers and generosity to help feed over 5,000 families in Lebanon every month. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org to learn more. Your support helps buy supplies from local farms and factories, employ truckers to ship the food, all to let these families know they are not forgotten. Go to missionofhopeandmercy.org and donate today. And join us next week at 6 a.m. for Good Sunday Morning with Father Andre.